Good morning, friends and foes. It is 2022, and it is time for a brand new season of Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica, and we've got a great show for you this morning because in the studio, in the virtual rec room, we've got Keisha Acuff, and we're going to do that right now. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean, Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable, you can't be that original. Guys and gals, friends and foes, good morning, multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box, and it is a brand new year, 2022, and we are back after a couple of weeks on hiatus, and in the virtual rec room with me is my friend and yours, the queen of hopeful simplicity, the one, the only... Melissa Stetcher. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Charlie. How are you, my dear? We're back. We are back. Did you uh, did you have a good vacation? We had a great vacation. And I came back to a kid that's been quarantined at dad's with COVID. And now man is quarantined at his house with COVID. Man's got it for the third time. What? So I've just been like, okay, well, Ben, it's only uphill for 22 from here. How how does he have it a third time? Does he have no immune system? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. That is wild. That is wild. Now, before we bring on our special guest, Melissa, we've already got comments. We do. Dave Mattingly says, welcome back to the future. And Drew Milden says, welcome back. I missed you. Hey, Drew, stick around because on this episode, Uh-oh. you're going to get a Johnny hot take about Spider-Man No Way Home. <sighs> We're going to save it. We're going to save it. Now, before we welcome <laughs> in our uh, our very special guest, we need to acknowledge a couple of sponsors. First of all, our theme song was written by Four Bad Crows. Well, it was written by Jamie Slocum, performed by the Murdering Crows, and their record, Four Bad Crows. First name with my new tongue this morning. Uh, Available on Amazon, Google, and Apple Music. Get that. And of course, my original comic series, The League of Impossibleists. And I don't know if you saw this, Melissa, but we have a new commercial for The League of Impossibleists comic book.
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm digging that in a big way. Do you guys like that? Do you like that, Melissa? Yes. That was very, like, action hero-y. $2.99 on Amazon. Word. That's a word we're using today. Oof. Oof. (laughs) Um, Now, before we welcome this week's very special guest co-host, we need to ask the question... Where in the world is co-host Martini? <laughs> now, I would normally consult the Magic 8-Ball, Melissa, except somebody stole the Magic 8-Ball. I have my suspicions, who? Was it, D? You know what? She's probably not here because she's like, Man, we don't. We did much nicer together when Johnny wasn't there to provoke our sassiness. And now she's like, mm, "No, I'm out." Just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding a little bit. So, for those of you joining us, this is back in the cereal box. We are called back in the cereal box because we're going to talk about cool pop culture geek stuff that we were exposed to on the back of the cereal box when we were. <coughs> Because we didn't have iPads and iPhones at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. So we're going to talk about cartoons and comics and movies and toys and games. And maybe even pro wrestling. Maybe some cryptid adventures. Uh, just cool stuff that you would talk about on a Saturday morning after a Friday night sleepover. And of course, we are eating big bowls of cereal in our pajamas. And how this works is you get to comment throughout the show like this comment from Dave Mattingly one more case of COVID and his punch card will be full see I'm saying third time's a charm you're done from here and he was like maybe if this just keeps happening I'll get paid for like some sort of COVID science study and can retire I was like or third time's a charm yeah yeah maybe maybe it'll stick this time and about uh, Johnny's hot take, Andrew Milden says, no! <laughs> oh, you're going to love it, Andrew. I promise you. And uh, Eli Cash says about DBRT, she knew I was coming around. Listen, Eli, if she knew you were coming, she would be a prophetess in her own right. Actually, oh, you have met her. Never mind. You're going to meet her in person. We'll talk more about that in a little bit, too. But hey, it is time to welcome to the show this week's guest. She's been sitting patiently. She is the co-host of Cryptid Crunch. She is called by many the weirdest person on the internet. I don't know if I would buy that. I think she's adorable. And she is one of ours. One of us. One of us. And she's got a brand new book that just dropped that she's going to be talking about. Please welcome Keisha Acuff. Keisha, how are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Just okay. It's Saturday morning. It's uh, the best time <laughs> of the day of the week of like the all year. All the shows I do are at night for a reason, Johnny. What's that? Uh, so I stayed up all night arting, which I shouldn't have. Because... I knew I had to do this in the morning. So my brain is still like, I got some art done though. Look yeah. at how cute. 
Oh, this is a little, uh, that's got a little Tim Burton vibe to it. That's a uh, so bit... my nightgown. Oh, right. yes. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a very nightmarish theme. Now, um, now I did not watch Nightmare Before Christmas during the Christmas season this year. It is normally a, a go-to thing, and for some reason, we just we ran out of time. We missed it, and you guys look shocked. Yeah, more like disappointed. I watched it like twenty times in like the last two weeks. Really, it's it's a problem in our household. My husband can quite literally verbatim the entire movie. It's very now, concerning. My kids can do it too. If it makes any difference, I did watch the Movies That Made Us episode about the making of A Nightmare Before Christmas. I have not, actually. That's a great show. You guys need to check it out. Hmm. And look here. In the waiting room, down below, (laughs) with brand new headphones. (gasps) It's not me. (laughs) I'm so excited. <clears throat> the co-hostess with the mostess, Debarty. You look super awake. Join the club. Debarty, can you hear me? Your mic is muted. Can you unmute your mic? Do you know how to unmute your mic? <laughs> See, everybody, this is why I say be here 15 minutes early, but that's okay. We love you, D. Oh jeez! <laughs> oh. D, you yeah. want to go go out and figure out what's going she on with it. your mic being oh, muted? Yeah. You you look I think beautiful we're good. though. I think she right. got it. Do you got it? Do we hear you, D? Well, everybody else can hear me. Oh, there you go. It's it's delayed though. There's a lag. What's that all about? I know it's my computer. Oh, that's a hot mess. That is a hot mess, Melissa. That is the link to get the League of Impossibilists comic book. They can click the link. There we go. That's fine. Yeah, just just you know, type that into your browser, and you'll get it. (laughs) You know what? I'm done helping you. You're beautiful. I love it, Melissa. Sell it yourself. And and Dave Mattingly says about Keisha, you're still on that art contact high. The the markers. I didn't use markers. I used watercolor. Okay, that's that's fantastic. Uh, if you guys want to see how colorful my art usually is, these are the colors I use. <laughs> Very, you know, bright. All right, Debarty, we're going to do something different this morning. Uh oh. So I have I, I have this on the outline every week, and for some reason I, I just fly past it. So I want everyone to give your 30-second elevator pitch bio. Who are you? What do you do? What do you geek out over? What is your fandom? And then share what's in your bowl. Um <clears throat> or bowl with handles. So I'll go first. My name is John Pike. I'm the prophet of pop culture. I am 
an author, an artist, and cosplayer, and podcaster, and magician. And I am crazy over Star Wars movies and Avengers comics. They made me who I am today. And um, in my bowl this morning, I am doing a taste test of Wendy's Frosty Cereal from Kellogg's. And you guys, you get a free Frosty. Here, let's yes. let's let's uh, let's do this, and you all take a screenshot of this, and scan the code. This is probably not legal at all, but you know what? There you go. Oh, it works. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna do a taste test of this, and while I pour the cereal, <laughs> Melissa, who are you? What do you do? What is your fandom? What do you geek out over? Who am I? What do I do? What is my fandom? What do I get out of? So I am Melissa. I am the owner of Helpful Simplicity, which I get to help people achieve less stress lifestyles by organizing. And that's what I do. Uh, my fandom is yes. And then I geek out over pops and reading and naps and video games. What what is your favorite video game? Here's a war. What who? Gears of War. Oh, Gears of War. Okay. Yeah. You said it so fast, it sounded like one word. Gears of War. Yeah, it is. It is in my world. <laughs> oh, and I'm also the co-host on two podcasts. This one and then Clearing Chaos, which we were up until way too early this morning, just talking. And it was our wind down episode. It's like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Uh-oh, we lost DVRT. Hmm. Keisha, who are you? What do you do? What's your fandom? What do you geek I, out over? I am Keisha Acuff. Uh, I am an author and an artist. Um, I geek out over so many things. So I do video games, uh, movies, TV shows, all that kind of stuff. But uh, my biggest fandom, I'd say, is Doctor Who. Um. A uh, video game would be, if anybody knows what Rift is, it's a free MMORPG, so go on there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do those, and I am the co-host on this network, actually, uh, on Cryptid Crunch. So, um, yeah, I also have several other shows that I do, and... Uh, I have so many other things that I do, but insert anything here and I probably do it. Bing! What is in <laughs> your bowl this morning? So, I'm super fun. Okay. What uh, is that? It is Wonderworks keto-friendly cereal chocolate. So, um, I had surgery um, last year and... I can only eat certain things, and this happens to be something I can eat. So. Nothing wrong with that. But look. It's got little facts and fun things on the back. That's fun. So what are those facts and fun things? Okay. Let me see. Ever wonder why? It says, why can't you pump your own gas in New Jersey? 
1949, New Jersey passed a law making it illegal for drivers to fill their own tanks, citing safety concerns. After 70 years, this law still stands in New Jersey today. In fact, New Jersey is the only state where it is illegal everywhere and at any time of day to pump your own gas. And then the next one is, why do we yell four on a golf course? Bad golfers have been yelling four since the late or 1800s. It started in Scotland as a shorthand for the word before, meaning look out ahead. Uh, why are pl flamingos pink? Surprisingly, flamingos are not naturally pink. They are born with white or gray feathers and gradually get their pink from the shrimp and algae that they eat. And then why are stop signs octagonal? In 1923, it was decided that the more sides a street sign had, the more people would pay attention to it. Since the stop sign was deemed the most important road sign, it was given eight sides. That is your little fact for the day. <laughs> I love that. I love that um, your keto crunch. Oh, and look at this. Dave Mattingly says keto crunch made from real ketos. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> No. Debartee is back. Debartee, who are you? What do you do? And what is your fandom? Oh no. Oh. So this is a good time to mention that you guys can support the show at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod and you can help us here to eliminate all of d Barty's tech problems because money solves problems and there are many problems <laughs> d Barty, i'll let you keep working on your uh sound issue you're still muted Oh, she's she's yelling at you, and that's probably the best kind to do it. Hey, uh, Keisha, where did you find that what? cereal? Oh, oh. That better? that's that's better. What I happened? Take off my headphones so you can hear me. I'm so mad. You're always like, get headphones, get headphones. I get headphones, and you can't freaking hear me. I'm done. Go back. <laughs> you tried. I am buying you a mic with headphones built in. You keep saying that, but I've yet to see as many here. Well, because because a good mic is a lot of money. That's why we need all of our viewers to support us at <laughs> buymecoffee.com slash cereal box pod. This is the priority. D needs a mic that works. <laughs> I don't know. I could do that every Saturday morning. That's <laughs> pretty crazy. I actually like the silent screaming it kind of made my day not gonna lie <laughs> well i can make that happen d tell us who you are what you do <laughs> all right now d your turn who are no. you what do you do no i do nothing everyone's talking about me i'm tired but no we want to talk about you 
I don't want to talk about <laughs> you. have to talk about you. Where are nope. you, by the way? You look like I, you're in some kind of accounting office. I'm in my office, my photography office. These are my plaques. These are my awards. Your what a Huda office? Photography. Where okay. I, I thought you said statography, and I was like, what is statography? My brain was really confused for a second. <laughs> I do photography too. Debarty is a phenomenal, brilliant photographer. And if you're not following her Instagram page and seeing the work that she produces, you're really missing out. I get to go stalk you now. Debarty loves stalkers more than <gasps> you can else. equally stalk me, though. I will gladly accept. I don't know. I had a real stalker. He really? still messages. Yeah, it got kind of creepy there for a while. He still messages me sometimes, but I just like whatever. Well, I had one of those until my husband threatened. Speaking him. of which, Eli says hi. D. He's my second stalker, <laughs> but I like him. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Sean Connors isn't with us live this morning. He's got an event, but he is commenting. And he asked, did D get a real job? What? Photography isn't a real job? I think he's talking about because I'm in the office. Mm, mm, mm. This is in my house. Although I tried to convince John that I was snowed in and couldn't make it this morning. He went by and it and then Melissa was like, well, aren't you at home? Or no, John was like, aren't you at home? And I'm like, yeah. Well, because I thought you were talking about what we're going to be doing together January 29th when we are live at Chattacon. Hey, funny story about that, you guys. You ready for this? So everybody knows that D does not do well first thing in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning. D does not do well. Okay. John's like, Hey, we need to get up at 5am and leave and go do this live show. And I just laughed. I literally laughed. <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? No, you're going to ride in the car, sleep. Then we get to the thing at nine we get set up. We do the live show at 11. And then you can, you know, go find a little corner to lay down, take a nap. I, I couldn't sleep in the car with you. You talk too much. No, no, no. You've not ridden with me. I don't like to talk in the car. I actually... Well, I'm definitely not riding with you because I talk too much. I don't even play music when I'm driving. Oh. What's wrong with you? I want to be alone with my thoughts. Yeah, this is why I'm going out the night before. It's <laughs> weird. I look at like the radio. It is my time to either I am on stage with all my music or I'm listening to a good book or a bit of both. All right. So, <clears throat> Debarty, what's in your bowl? Sorry. We're going to start something new. That's my girl. And, and Melissa, you, you've got a bowl with the handle, too. I do. No no cereal. Yeah, You can't yeah. be mad at this. No, Chris and Amanda, we love Chris and Amanda. 
Um, so Eli says lies. He and I rode together all last year, which is true. Eli is my 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 road buddy, my travel buddy. But I only talk in response to other comments. And Eli can't shut up. Well, you would hate me. I, I can't shut up either. I will survive. Okay, so I'm eating Wendy's Frosty cereal. And it does not taste like a Wendy's Frosty. Oh, bummer. I love that is frosty. very depressing. It is very depressing. I, I'm, I'm really kind of torn. I, I, I feel like Kellogg's has... And, and this is not going to help us get them as a sponsor. It's it's kind of tastes like chocolate-flavored sawdust. Okay, when, did you eat, anyway, I'm when did you eat chocolate sawdust, for starters? Listen, <laughs> I grew up in the Midwest. Johnny, I think we're eating the same thing. Yeah, so... We, we My keto-friendly stuff tastes like that. It is not. So, keto-friendly cereal, you need to eat Magic Spoon. Mm. Magic Spoon tastes delicious. And and it's keto-friendly. But um, anyway, we've got a cool story here. A stack of 3,000... 489 small frosty treats would reach the tippity top of the 102 story Empire State Building. And did you know that in 2021, Wendy's receives a daily average of about 50 tweets referencing a frosty? I can see that. Frosties are the best. I love Frosties. But but this cereal does not taste like a Frosty. I would not want a Frosty cereal. Let me ask you guys, do you dip your french fries in your Frosty? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) I do. I do like it's my job. Frosties or french fries. I don't like Wendy's french fries. And what's what the Frosties for? (laughs) Oh, crap. So Eli says, get into a roasting battle with Wendy's Twitter account, ASPA. You do that. ASPA? ASPA? I, I like it. John needs some of that in his soul. And 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 uh, Angel Love, Curious Idealist, says, frosted mini wheats over here in my bowl with a handle. Mm-hmm. Angel, I got you. Eli is accusing me of lying. Well, stop Eli, lying. Then. No more comments for you. Aww. Willow Skyler says, I made a horrible mistake. I decided to pick up a shift today, waiting for my bus right now to go to work. Is it too late to crawl, call in Grumpy? No, it's not. I tried to. John wouldn't let me. <clears throat> I, I did see that. <laughs> I was grumpy last night. I <laughs> mm-hmm. This, this is what needs to happen. 
A bowl with handle merch coming soon. <gasps> a bowl with a handle that says "Key should be crazy" because apparently that's something we yeah. need in the shop too. Mm-hmm. Working on it. I'm working okay. on it. Working on it. I had so, the bowl with a handle when it was D and me, and it was ours. But you weren't here for that. Nope, I wasn't. And Sean says I already had cereal this morning. Elbow cough. Sean. I don't know what that cereal is. So, <clears throat> Sean is trying to get a Canon R6. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Yeah, I do. It's the new mirrorless camera. <gasps> My mom just got one. It's amazing. I tried to get her to give me her old one. She would do it. Thanks, Mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You actually sound really good right now. What happened? I switched to my phone instead of my laptop. I was trying to go on my laptop, but my internet here is not great. So that's why I was lagging. Oh, Eli clarifies. He was calling out Wendy's to be a liar. No, it's not Wendy's. It's Kellogg's cereal. Now, I will tell you that the longer it stays in the milk, the better it gets. Can you guys hear me? Yes. I can't hear you guys at all. That's fun. I'll read lips. Okay, go. How did did Keisha lose? Hi, everyone. This is Johnny from uh, Back of the Zero (laughs) Pod. Okay, the sound is back. (laughs) Everybody whispers because she thinks that we're (laughs) we're gone. I can't think. I was I was loving. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this show is the pinnacle of broadcast quality. You're welcome. (laughs) I think my cat muted you guys for a second. Oh my god, we got demon cats at the Acuff farm. That's hysterical. All right, so before I get too far and forget, I need to uh, acknowledge one of our partners. Comics for Kids. We are so excited to be partnered with these folks. Um, And we'll talk more about it in just a second. Here we go. Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit cb4k.org. And if you didn't hear, they are in 160 hospitals nationwide. Now, right now, in the era of COVID, which we hope is burned out by this time next year, by the summer, maybe, we hope. And they'll start allowing us to do these comic book deliveries in person. Because the way it works right now, is comic books for kids sends the comics to the hospital and then the nurses just randomly distribute it. But how cool would it be if in 160 hospitals nationwide, the back of the cereal box partnering with comic books for kids had cosplayers 
delivering those comics in costume to each of those kids. I would so be down for that. Mm-hmm. So all of you watching who are into cosplay, one, you got to share our, our episodes and recruit as many people as possible because it will happen and we want to be ready. I, I'm so excited for that day. The day that we can actually go back in and bring joy, happiness, and hope in person. Oh, the skies will open up and the sun will shine upon us. He said, oh. <laughs> Drew says he is the uh, back of the cereal box merchant consultant. He'll wait for the 2% royalty checks. You'll yeah, be waiting a long I'll send over time, that two, two cents to you really soon. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I think we're going to do? We're going to try something new and different. Every time we have a special guest on, like Keisha, and I didn't think to do this beforehand, but from now on, to make sure that our special guests have a bowl of cereal, I'm going to I'm going to PayPal them money to go buy a box of cereal that they've never had before. And so we get to see their live taste test on air every episode. Uh, just letting you know for future that reference, come out of this my is like pocket. ten dollars a box. I know, I know. Magic Spoon is seven ninety nine a box. What? Why is good food cost more? DRT. Why does healthy do food it? cost more money? I don't make it. I don't know. Because it's got more nutritional value instead of just corn dust. Probably. Because they can. What is this slinky? I don't know. I started a new diet, so it's not really costing that much more, though. But I'm not getting all that. I'm just getting, like, fresh stuff. Like, I go to the grocery store and shop the outer perimeter, and that's it. Mm -hmm. For me, anyway. Not for my kids, but... <laughs> no processed food. Right. Okay, so that's pretty much what I do, other than this cereal, because, you know, we went to the food pantry last month, because times be rough, and they gave me the cereal. So, that is how I got it. But, um... So, I normally get this thing called, uh... Misfit Market, which is all organic fresh produce that's delivered to your door, and most of the time it's like super ugly or something like that. But I tried that. I, I didn't care for it. It, really? it wasn't enough, and it was it was all like almost bad. I, I didn't like it. See that when I get it, it's not. It hasn't been bad. So I guess it just depends on where you're at, or yeah, I'd say probably where you live. Now, do you agree with Dave Mattingly that most people don't want to eat healthy? Yep. It sucks. Uh, I don't want anything that tastes good. As a matter of fact, my doctor took my coffee from me, and that's probably one reason why I'm cranky, because now I'm having to use this nasty protein powder in my coffee instead of my coffee creamer. But my coffee creamer is what was sabotaging my entire weight loss, everything. So... 
I would rather be fat and happy than skinny without coffee. No, nope. I figured out I my coffee creamer. I was using so much of it that I was drinking a hundred carbs in the morning. That is impressive. Carbs. See, I I stay under twenty for the entire day. Right, which my doctor told me because I have PCOS, my glycemic index so needs to stay under fifty. Well, I'm, I'm, she said that that's exactly what's happening is that I'm drinking coffee creamer and just ruining my whole day. And I'm like, no. So, so that is why I only eat cereal one day a week. And yeah, why so I I'm not it. using my cheat meal for cereal because I don't like cereal. Well, so, I think you just broke him. This is not a cheat meal, though. This this is so 150 calories per cup, and a cup is about a bowl. So, and and I don't use whole milk. I drink almond milk, and there's only 60 calories per cup of almond milk. I'm not milk. worried about calories. I'm not counting calories. Well, no, 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 no. See, that's part of my whole thing: low carb, low calorie, lots of exercise tons of water. I drink a gallon of water or more a day. I do that anyway. I don't have to worry about that. And and look, <laughs> Debartee, I have not seen the results in the mirror the way that I wanted to until this week. I discovered uh, we are now officially in the this is what happened part of our show. This week, I was going through some old hard drives and i found the very first tales from the geek raw video oh geez this was me i can't even do it i had no yeah but this was me you actually don't look very different you look you look very much the same but i was gigantic does from my neck down i don't I was I was a three X on the way to a four. Now I'm down to a large, one L, on t-shirts. But but it was shocking, shocking how huge I was. And so now I'm well, like. Well, in my defense, I've had two kids since that show. So. But here's my question, <laughs> Debarty. This is going to be controversial. And I'm putting this out there to the universe. Okay. All of those old episodes of Tales from the Geek were deleted by the company that originally published them. I've got them all. Should I maybe post them as from the archives? See, you might get sued. <laughs> by who? Did you have a contract? Nope. Then uh, it's free range. As long as you ha- don't, didn't have a contract, you should be good. See, Melissa's like, I don't like this idea. What's the point? I'm bigger than you because I have, I have these. No, no, I no, 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 like, no, no. To show <laughs> where we were. And where I am. Okay. Hey, this is this is where Debartee and Johnny started. 
10 years ago, 11 years ago. Here we are today. Well, you can post a picture because honestly, those those episodes are boring as. Like you can do a steal by steal, like do a steal shot from one of there, those. That, do that's, a what shot now. that's what I'll do. But don't like drop a bunch of old ass videos. That's dumb. Don't be dumb. Oh my gosh, we lost Melissa. Where did Melissa go? Oh no, Melissa just lost connection. Oh my goodness. That's the first time that's ever happened again. How many shows have we done together? You can drop as yeah, you can drop as many shows as you want. That's not that one. Okay. Well, that's why I was throwing it out there to the universe. Sometimes I have good ideas, sometimes I don't. Now, if you find any of my old interviews. With the famous people I interviewed, that would be awesome. Those were never published. I know, isn't that some bull stuff? Do you have those? I think so. Somebody does. I might. I went to Wizard World in Chicago and interviewed a bunch of people I don't know. And you inter- you interviewed George Perez. Who is no, dying of stage four cancer today? That's why I started looking for those videos because I thought for sure we had that George Perez interview. That would be great. Somewhere. I don't right. have anything. Because <laughs> you never cared. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I know, right, Drew? I didn't get paid enough to care. He what wonders why it's us. What did Drew say? He said, first drop of the year. <laughs> we haven't had a snort yet. No, huh? Not from her. No, huh? No, huh? All right, Keisha, you are a special Whenever guest. Whenever you said, oh, she laughed. That was hilarious. Oh! That was right. <laughs> <laughs> Keisha. You got yes. a new book that just released. I do. Show us this beautiful book. It is called Him. And uh, what's it about? Give us the plot synopsis. Okay, so I'll just read it off the back because I'm cheating here. Um, so we, uh, we I have the memory of some a goldfish. Of our clubhouse rooms. Uh, so. It is, uh, okay, I'll start, I guess. I'm, I'm very awkward, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, so Natasha's life hadn't been the same since she'd run away from home. It hadn't gotten any better either. Fear had become her constant shadow. Staying alive meant staying away from everyone and everything familiar. Never staying in one place too long kept the murders to a minimum and her away from him. Letting down her guard had cost her family and friends. Not reporting what she knew had cost her everything else, or so she thought. Kevin was patrolling by the tiny secondhand store where she worked for cash under the table the first time she saw him. That's when it, that was all it took for her heart to betray her. It wasn't smart to let anyone get close again, but something about Kevin pulled her in. She just couldn't stop seeing him. If only her secrets weren't so deadly, and if only she could hide Kevin too. Maybe, just maybe, things could work. Dun, dun, dun. That's it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
so so is it supernatural? Is it uh, romantic uh, murder? So we got some cult activity, some vampire activity, uh, lots of death. Sorry, guys. And, and, I don't and, know how to do other things. Because you write what you know, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, just saying. Uh, let's make Keisha sound not as crazy, though. But can we really do that? Is that possible? I mean, this is my artwork, so. Weren't you part of a cult? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> we'll go with which one. Um, <laughs> it's Martin's face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and surprisingly, one was actually a vampire cult. A vampire you cult? the site that we used to use, my profile still exists. On said site. Uh, oh gosh, I used to love that place. It was super fun. But, um, yeah, so, you know, there's some stuff in there that may be close to real life. Uh, no, uh, I've never killed anybody. Just throwing that out there that you're aware of probably yeah she no. can't help who controls what they drink she can just pour the drink see genius where do you i'm sorry did i miss where we buy the book oh uh so it it's kind of what i do <laughs> available on amazon um all you have to do is uh, look up my name, Keisha Acuff, and uh, yeah, I, it's like the first thing that pops up. And then some lingerie. Don't buy the lingerie. It's not mine. Or buy both. <laughs> I mean, I would tell she was in. <laughs> Wait, what was that, D? I said, that's part of the other cult she was in, the lingerie. <laughs> well... Keisha, I know something a little bit about you, that you are a member of the Mormon church and you do wear magic underwear. I don't wear magic underwear, but there is underwear that is specific for wearing in the temple. Ow! Cat claws hurt. <laughs> um, so I love cats. Um... But yeah, it's back. So yeah, there are special underwear, but uh, you know, do they check for that, like at the door? Um, I think it's more of an accountability thing. Don't <laughs> <laughs> your underwear, right? Um, but if drop the, them to like if, if the outfits are all like what you get baptized in, because I wasn't baptized till I was like 18, 19 years old. Um, if the outfits are as skinny thin as that one was, uh, you can see everything and you better have special underwear on. Because I wore a black bra to my baptism. Won't do that again. <laughs> the pictures were not grand. <laughs> John's Keisha causing scandal. <laughs> the lingerie website. 
<laughs> That's what it's for. Got it. Okay. It's not the underwear. The real magic was in you all along. And when you come into the temple, Dave has it's met just me, a brief it. inspection. That's pretty great. They can so see it through the clothes. So, I mean. That's <laughs> wild. That's wild. All right. So, what did you guys do over the Christmas holiday? Anybody have anything exciting happen? <clears throat> D, you've got that face. I turned 40. Yeah, you did. Hello. Hey, hey 40 is just the new 30. I'm not happy about oh, it. We were the same age then. Really? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no way. You're like 20. Shut up. Oh, I wish I was 20. I'm 30. Yeah, don't talk to me. <laughs> I feel like I should leave now before I you get her. You lost your speaking privileges. Just go <laughs> get your lingerie and get out of here. So Take nothing, screen, man. nothing fun happened over Christmas to DBRT. No adventures, no trips, no family feuds. No, it snowed. I don't have family feuds. No, it we didn't snow over Christmas break. It snowed yesterday, two days ago. No trips. Hello, family of seven. Don't you think Christmas was outrageous over here? Take me off this screen. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, she is grumpy this morning. I love it. Melissa. I love it so hard. So <clears throat> Melissa, what happened was your turn. Oh. So I was like, with what? Why D's mad? I don't know, because it's morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I only set the outline. Oh, get him off my So knees. what happened was is I dropped my kiddo off. Tuesday the 28th with my parents. We got in the car. AIS time was 7 a.m. I had my pillow ready and I was in the car so I could sleep. It's easy. He puts on a documentary and I sleep all the way to Myrtle Beach. And then Sunday night happens as we come home and he starts. I thought he just ate too much of the, you know, steam pot. Like you should not eat a steam pot for two when you're one. She's like, okay, he overate. That's cool. Maybe he overdrank because how you come home sick from vacation with the amount of alcohol we consumed is blonde. Like, I don't even know how that happens. And then, then we're driving home and I get a message from my child, not his dad, from my child that I have to be COVID tested, mommy. I'm sorry, what? So I haven't seen my son in over two weeks. And now man's down at his house with the same third times the charm. And I'm just like, that's what happened. I don't understand. What's up? Yeah, my vacation at the beach. Some foolishness happened. And a whole lot of booze happened. I got that. And then we came home and now everybody's sick and quarantined outside of my, my care window. Does everybody have COVID? My brother had it, yeah, right? Like, he was diagnosed with it, like, three days after Christmas, after we all got together for Christmas. See? But I think he got it when he went back to work, because all we're all fine. 
<laughs> Jarn. Get, get the vaccine. Wear a mask. Oh, don't vax me, boy. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm about to leave, boy. Don't start with me. Shoot. I'm for the mask. That's not going to pump a chemical into my body that's going to cause me hormonal problems. Or the mask. So what happened was... Oh, God, don't ask me this question. It's awful. Where do you want me to start? Um, so just this week, both of our cars decided to die. The siding flew off of our house. Oh. The renter that rents our other house from us passed away. Oh. We're not having income anymore from that, uh, which means bills are difficult. Um, and so it's been a great holiday, guys. I'm super loving it. Uh, also, have you guys ever had the little metal thing that hooks your window to the pulley system that makes it go up and down? Just snap and your window go Because that is what happened yesterday. Hey guys, I'm gonna be over in the corner slitting my wrists. Um, if... But no, it's good. Uh, so uh, that being said, we had a very good holiday break. Uh, spent lots of time with family, uh, friends, all of which have COVID now. Um, I'm the only one that doesn't have COVID, and uh, yeah. Hey, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's snowing, right? And we got like six inches of snow here, okay? And we're in Tennessee. We don't deal with the snow well. We don't get it often, so we don't deal with it well. Yeah, Keisha's is in Illinois, and she's like, six inches? That's a Tuesday. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell my college daughter to make sure you come home. The night before, do not, like, she worked late. She works uptown, so she worked late. I was like, do not try and drive home the day of. You can take me off that. You can do the floor screen. I don't like it. So. I'm just going to keep jumping back and forth. Here, we'll do this. Keep going, D. That's fine. I just don't like being in the center. Not first thing in the morning. If I had my hair and makeup, did maybe, but not, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna vomit now. So, I tell her, do not try to drive home in the snow. Well, again, call. What is today? Saturday, Thursday morning at seven o'clock in the morning. Mom, I'm stuck halfway there, and she's in my husband's car because she wrecked hers. <laughs> So my husband and my 18-year-old daughter had to go rescue her. Thankfully, they were fine because we had a big old truck. But I was mad. I'm still mad. Oh, I'm still mad. I'm like, why would you put yourself in that situation? I specifically told you not to. Going out partying with friends, and this is what happens. All righty then. So Ryan asks, I'm wearing the same outfit from Thursday. No laundry day? No. There have been two days since Thursday. I watched this on Friday, but 
even if I had it, Ryan, I wore it for 45 minutes on your show. But for those of you wondering, yes, this is a Mandalorian onesie with a hood. If I can find the hood and get it up over my... Like when toddlers chase their sleeves. There we go. There's the hood. Ba-da-da-dum-dum. <laughs> right? Ba-da-da-da-dum. Ba-da-da-dum-dum. And, and look, see, I could not have worn this 10 years ago. Because the Mandalorian wasn't out yet? That's right. <laughs> that... <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. Yes. I'm out again, aren't um, I? <laughs> oh, no. What happened to Melissa? <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I, I have I have done laundry. Now, um, that, that leads us to, should we do, okay, Drew Milden. Are you still, there he is. He says, yikes. Is this John? What? Finish the sentence. Well, I'm I'm trying to decide whether to do new loot or Johnny's hot take. New loot, because I remember to bring it to the office. All right, so we will do a different cat. New loot, and Wait. this week's new loot is sponsored by Loot Crate. Use our promo code Serial10 and take 10% off at LootCrate.com. All right, Melissa, you go. Well, you go first, Melissa. Well, I miss Johnny. What happened was from you. Well, this is a good segue. So what happened was I'm shopping for (laughs) stocking stuffers for Christmas. And I go to Five Below. Five Below, by the way, is a great place for stocking stuff. It is fabulous, but gets expensive Mm. fast. It can. Yeah, it can. And I'm just walking, minding my own business. And all of a sudden, this, this, this box jumps off the shelf and hits me in the head. Oh, I want to be the box. (laughs) It is the North Pole to Manhattan elf game five bucks now look I was if they like, still have okay. somewhere you live get one for me yeah I, okay i will so i'm like for five bucks yeah i'm picking this up and taking this home but i didn't expect much right five bucks i'm like thinking cheap plastic pieces and whatnot and and i get it home and actually they have these really fantastic little standy characters on thick cardboard. I like it. And and really they they've got the the stands, the bases that they go in and these are really great quality plastic. They uh the rules are really simple. DRT, you and I would play this game really well cuz bring one it. Sheet, we'll one play. Sheet. It. Um, bring it to Chattanooga. We'll play it. I will. I will. So the board game, or the game board rather, is incredibly colorful. It's incredibly well themed. Um, the graphics are great. It's on this 
really great, awesome cardstock. It's it's just really well put together. And then the die that you roll is a custom die with you know elf numbers and symbols on it. And everything about this game is just super high quality. I need it's, it. Yeah. Right? It's and and so I, I'm thinking, you know, five bucks, I can't go wrong. Not only did it live way past expectations, like um, you know, you 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 go through the candy cane forest, you sing loud for everyone to hear, you uh you get put on the naughty list and you have to go back 12 spaces. It's basically a roll and move game. So it's really super simple. There's no strategy really, but, um, but it's fun and it's super well themed and it was five bucks. I can't believe it. I will go and I will see if they still have any on clearance and I'll, uh, I'll get one for everybody. If they still have them. It's our game show. I like yes. doing that. It's fun. Yes, absolutely. We will do that when we're live, DBRT. So, um, new loot. Melissa, that's a perfect segue because that's kind of loot and it's a story. What you got? Okay, so I got a lot of really good things like F-bomb socks <laughs> and socks that say, like, they have, like, the wine quotes on the bottom. But my top three... I didn't bring one up because it is the um, the Hogsmeade Village Lego set, which is already built and on my shelf with the castle. So I have Honey Dukes and Three Broomsticks. Oh my god, so cute! But if I try to climb the stairs with them and then I smash it and then I'm crying and then he so I didn't. But they're so cute. And then my son, God love him, he is me. And I got a sign that says, I'm not bossy, I'm motivational. You you hang on to that inspirational message there, Melissa. Yeah, it stays in my office now. And then on vacation, so we went to the Dirty Myrtle Ball, Mall, and like, it was 90% of the stores were closed. And so there were a few stores, there was like a silk open and like a like a wonderful thugtastic clothing line option. And then there was the piano store and the arcade and like a nerd store with like comics and pops and all sorts of things. And I found a fantastic beast bop I hadn't had yet. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. That's all. That is fantastic. D Barty, you got anything to share? So, <laughs> I don't have it with me because I was having technical difficulties this morning, but I will share this. So, wait, my wait, wait. DBRT was having technical difficulties? Shut up. So, my son got this little, this little uh, figurine of Superman, and he opens it up, and he doesn't know who it is. But he brings it over to me, and he's like, look, Mama, it's your favorite superhero. I thought that was just so adorable. He got this little remote control baby Yoda thing in this his little spaceship, and he like zooms it around everywhere. It's fun. That's wait, all. baby Yoda is flying a spaceship. 
That is that is child endangerment. That that is not. I said he's zooming it around on the ground, remote control. But Baby Yoda is the one in the pilot seat. Yeah, but it's horrifying. The baby child is the one that's controlling it. It's a baby squared. It's fine. Feel like, I feel like that's so irresponsible. I have uh, no personal space in this household, by the way, but I guess. So, if it's yeah, not a cat, got, it's a kid. You've got a little human. I got a cat and a human. So this is Dolores and her beautiful haircut that she gave herself last week. Look at how cute she looks in her little mullet. Oh, yeah. Hi, Dolores. I see. She's looking at animal or baby animals, um, because you know, I, I tried to keep her occupied. Uh, it does not work all the time. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Do you do you have anything other than your your book and your art to show and tell this morning? Um. Normally, yes. You sent uh, me a message here? before the show asking if you needed your loot. Yes, but then my husband decided instead of looking after her, he was going to hop in the shower five seconds before I had to be on air. And so I was trying to get her fed. And uh, by the time I got her fed, uh, it it didn't happen. But I did have a lot of stuff because, oh, okay, honey. Yep. <laughs> um, but is any of it with me? No, it is not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we do our best to prepare to the fullest extent on this show. Um, and Eli Cash asks if he's being muted. No, you are not, Eli. It's just that we have so many comments. I can't keep up with all of them. So not everyone gets to come on screen with every comment. But Dave does say Baby Yoda doesn't qualify for child endangerment because he's 50 years old. That's 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 fair. And Drew versus the world says Keisha, hashtag mom life. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? No. I got I got two kids. John, Uh, yeah, but they're older, aren't they? You forget. You forget, and I know you forget because I'll be like, "Kids, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, "Oh, yeah, just put them over there." And I'm like, "No, doesn't work See, that way." You get a sock, and you roll it up into a tight ball, and just not. I was thinking like a rock. <laughs> it did That's... not go the way I thought you were going with that. <laughs> 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 Melissa's face is priceless. Rock in a sock or sock in the mouth? Which which are you going for? Too that's, not, that's not what I heard and saw as you were like, and then you just, I'm like, mm, ah. Saturday morning, John. Right. Uh, let's try to keep this PG. And I'm out. Melissa is here. <laughs> All right, Melissa. So you're going to love some of my loot. And by the way, I, you guys know that I celebrate my birthday the entire month of Christmas or December. So I've got birthday and Christmas loot. And then I have second Christmas, 
which is when I use all of my gift cards that I got for gifts, right? So discovered a game that you're going to love. This was recommended on the Gateway Gamers Pod podcast. Gateway Gamers Podcast. A really cool podcast where one experienced gamer and one noob talk about games that they played that week. Um, Really cool. And they recommended this game as an Uno substitute called Something Wild. And this is the Nightmare Before Christmas edition. It is from Funko. So it has this little mini pop, mini pop, and the mini pop gets awarded to a player who plays a a combination of three cards, a trick, and it gives them special powers. So we played it, had a lot of fun. Then I got a little bit obsessed. And I got the Disney Princesses edition. And then... I got the Mandalorian edition and there's a Marvel edition out there with a mini Iron Man that I have not gotten yet, but it's on my list. And here's the cool thing about this game. You can mix and match them. So you can have multiple characters and, and you can make this giant, giant uh, ecosystem of mini pops and Uno styled it's like a cross between bridge and Uno. Melissa, are you are you salivating over this? A little bit. Where did you find that? Of all places, Walgreens. She's like, I gotta find a Walgreens now. But that's not. <laughs> I'm magically going. Okay, if I go south first, and then I can tick back up and get that one and that one and that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Walgreens are on every corner <laughs> in the United States. They're like wildfires. Except for my town, there's not a single one anywhere near me. What? Yeah, no. they're all 30 minutes away. Seriously, yeah. No, no, I don't... To yep. be fair, the closest one to me is 46 minutes away. Yeah, so I'm here. There's one in Dixon, one in Franklin, one in Bellevue. Nowhere near me. I live in the sticks. There is, like, nothing but miles and miles of cornfield, so... And Drew says about something wild, he wants that now. He wants that Jack Skellington one. Sorry, Drew, I already dipped that in my head, and Angel needs The Little Mermaid. But Angel says That's that Melissa story. doesn't like it when you mix the cards. That's a true story. Yeah, so we did we did our wind-down session last night, and I happened to bring shine instead of wine. Oh, no. And then a few glasses later. So she takes her two pod decks and mixes them together, and I'm like... Yeah. That makes it fun. Yeah, for non-me. It was fun, question-wise, but then there was just like the the hard twitch came out. <laughs> so what happened was when I was in Charleston, West Virginia, doing uh, the live show from Bowls and Spoons, I did, after that show, in the afternoon, I did the debut of the Super Saturday Magic Matinee Show which I'm going to be doing at Chattacon as well, Debartee. They loved it, and they want me to bring it there. So, What does that mean for me? Do I need to stay for that? Probably. We'll okay. talk about it. Um, 
so on my on my you know when I, when I perform magic i you know i have this this kind of persona and and i wear a long chain on my belt um with a watch at the end and a pocket knife and um a lucky rabbit's foot and um on that chain i used to have a pair of dice hanging and the pair of dice the chain broke and i lost them well, so for the show in West Virginia, Johnny Boston's pair. <laughs> so for the show in West Virginia, I had Captain Crunch hanging on the belt loop on the chain, and so a a, a fan who is an eagle-eyed fan noticed that and sent me these. We've got Tony the Tiger. They're great. Also by Funko Pops. These are mini pops on a keychain. And the uh, Lucky Charms Leprechaun, who terrifies my daughter, by the way. My daughter is terrified of Lucky Charms or of Leprechauns. So I'm thinking tonight I'm going to hang this on a string over her bed. No. And so when she wakes up, do she it. don't want no short, short man. No. And then the tricks rabbit. So I've got those to trade out with Captain Crunch on different shows. I'm just waiting for Funko to be like, hey, we should sponsor these people because you know I don't Funko think really should. After you ate that black cereal, I think so. <laughs> well, because speaking of Funko, I also got a reaction figure from Funko. This is Godzilla, the Shogun series. Now, when I was a kid, I had the original Shogun Godzilla, which was 24 inches tall. This is an exact replica, but in three and three quarters inch. It even has the lever on the uh, on the back push and the flames come out. I feel like I should open this on air. Should I? No, you know what? I have something to Do open Do not on open air. it, please. I have, look, I have a whole bot bag of loot. I also got a new Mandalorian Star Wars series black figure. This is uh, Kosha Reeves. Mm-mm. But my son got this for me for my birthday. The Marvel Legends Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. And while we open this, I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on Spider-Man No Way Home. Have, have you guys seen Spider-Man No Way Home? Has yes. everyone gone to see this yet? Really? You guys didn't go see it? I figured you guys would have. Um, I have these things called children. Right? This is a great movie to take the kids to. That's what oh, my no, daughter you don't want to do that. Well, she I would be very entertained, so I might. So, so Drew, everybody, Melissa, what, what did you think about Spider-Man No Way Home? Okay. So... Overall, I enjoyed it. I think I am spoiler alerting 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll put up that spoiler alert because we are going to talk spoilers. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? There it goes. Boop. So okay. I don't mind about spoilers. I don't think it's the the best show of 2021. I I don't I don't agree with that. There were. And it may be the mom in me, but there were way too many long emotional moments for teenagers to have. Like, I'm all for a good luck, but when that good luck is like five freaking minutes, I'm like, just kiss her and let's go on. Right? And I think they tried to put too much. I get what they were doing. I completely get I cannot wait for Doctor Strange. But felt like it was just too much crammed in there. It's like they tried to put the whole book in a movie and then layer it with a lot of emotional stuff for teenagers. And I'm like, but at the same time, I cried a few times. So overall, I think it was good. Melissa's like, uh, I want, right. I'm just like, they, they completely pass over the fact that he's a teenager in high school dealing with a lot of adult things on his own. I'm like, mm, Child Protective Service is going to swoop right in after Spider-Man. So, so I, I enjoyed the movie when I saw it. However, the more I think about it, the more I dislike it. Um, spoiler alert, the movie is two and a half hours of fan service, which I don't think makes a good movie. I, I don't think that's good storytelling to just give fans what they think they want. Um, I, I didn't mind seeing Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Um, it wasn't a surprise. That had kind of been spoiled ad nauseum that it was happening. Everyone knew it was happening. And it it got to the point that if it didn't happen, I think fans were going to riot. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Matt Murdock Daredevil cameo was so obviously just stuck in there as an afterthought. Yeah. That scene made no sense, had no purpose. It was just literally, oh, the fans want it. Let's give it to them. Here we go. Yep. And... The more I think about this movie, the more I dislike it. It's starting to kind of tick me off. Oh, I'm not that devoted. I, I know. I, I kind of but... want to watch it now just for the fact that I want to see if I get ticked off or not. Yeah. yeah but, just... but I will say, can we just take a minute and Willem Dafoe? Like, that man... His crazy and his has never changed in my entire life. Brilliance. Uh, that I would have gone just for that. I went just well, I'm not gonna let's see, I didn't go just for that, but I was I would have been disappointed if he were not in it. Because Willem Defoe. All right. He he was good. He was him. You know, all of the performances were good, but you know what I wanted? Here's what I wanted to have happen. Instead of the obvious fan service, three Spider-Men showing up from the multiverse, what I thought would have been a better story arc 
was for Dr. Octopus to become a legit good guy and join the fight. And, and I wanted to see this guy return as a good guy. Cause you remember at the end of homecoming, he like respected Peter. He didn't tell Peter's secret. He knew he was Spider-Man and Tombs, the vulture was not a bad guy. He was just a guy trying to provide for his family and make a living and Spider-Man got in the way. Look, Mama Bears, you know if someone took away your livelihood and made it impossible for you to provide for your family, you're going to you're going to be a little salty. Right? That's all this was about. So for if he would have come back in Spider-Man No Way Home and look at Debartee, she's like hearing um this would have been a better story arc to have him come back as a hero but here's what really irritates the fire out of me melissa irritates the fire here here it is here it is you ready why is it that peter parker says to do this i can't do it alone i'm gonna need some help and immediately he thinks that the best help is Ned and MJ. He's a freaking Avenger. Why doesn't he pick up the phone and call Captain America, Sam Wilson, and say, Sam, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Or James Rhodes, War Machine. Hey, I could use some help with this problem. Or for crying out loud, Doctor Strange is in the other room. Because his friends look at him as a solid friends. All the Avengers are like, oh, you're just a kid. But he is an Avenger. He's an A-lister. He saved the world twice. And he still goes to Doctor Strange for help. And Doctor Strange looks at him like he's a kid. But if I got some solid friends that will help me, whatever I call, you're going to jump through that hoop. It's like Katie from Shang-Chi. I want a solid friend that's like, this is a dumb idea. What time are we leaving? Then he's got that with Ned and MJ. He doesn't have that with the Avengers. Yes, they saved the world. Yes, they're part of the Avenger team. But he can't call them and be like, hey, are you my solid friend? They're like, no, you're just a kid. Get out of the way. You got me You got me fired up now. <laughs> fired oh, up. Fired Drew, up. <laughs> Drew wants to come on air. He wants to argue this and fight oh, it out. No, it is already. No, we're already yeah, into this say, time. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is way over time. If you got to go, you, you you can jump out. Anyone who needs to go. Um, but uh, <laughs> you're not bringing anyway, Drew on now. We will have this later. That that we, is that is my hot take that? on Spider-Man. Uh, got me barked. into the universe or into the oh, yeah. no uh, no way home. Drew says another week. Um, maybe people are tired of him of relying on other superheroes for help. Okay, so I understand some people have that problem with his connection to Iron Man. I get it. I like that. It was a fresh take on Spider-Man. But anyway. All right, so a kid. A kid needs help. I've I've opened the vulture and I, I've got to tell you that the wing assembly has me completely dumbfounded. I am completely befuddled about how these wings go together because they're massive. These are massive. And I, I have no idea how I'm going to make this work. 
This is not going to happen on air. Who's having technical difficulties now? It's not so, technical. It's special. They they did not send instructions with this. Would what you have read them? Read them? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I would have. Oh, wait, maybe this this looks like this goes together here. I don't know. Um, there's I so much it comes more to, to me for help, Drew. Because I, so don't, much... I don't talk to him like he's a kid, though. Drew, Drew left a comment that says, if you're a kid, are you really going to a bunch of adults for help? I think it's the adults. Because he was in a wonky situation, and he came to me, but it's the reaction. It's not the talking to them like a kid. It's giving a kid a value of having a forming sentences and ideals type of brain. Like, you got me. You got me fired up this morning. Fired up. Fired up. I like it. it. I like it. So... So we we have similar but different critiques. Yeah. And Dave said they didn't send instructions, just like the Chitari. That makes it even more authentic. That's a way inside joke, Drew. Bravo. Huzzah. Dave always brings the good stuff. Dave Mattingly. Debartee, do you know what that means? Should I? Was I there? I'm sorry. I I would love for you to know that joke, but that's okay. Dave, that is a deep cut, sir. Yes, it is. And Eli Cash says, great power comes with great responsibility, and Tom lacks responsibility. I, I Well, not Tom, Peter Parker. And I will say that that is maybe a little bit true. He makes some pretty dumb mistakes. All right, I got to go. I got to take care of my kiddos. All right, D, you go. Everybody follow DBRT on Instagram at uh, DBRT Photo. And uh, make sure to follow her. Thank you, D. We're going to be live together at Chattacon January 29th at 11 a.m., not at 8 so we will we will have uh, maybe Melissa will do this show with uh, some uh, of our other co-hosts at eight at our regular time on the 29th. Not wink, me. Wink, hint, hint. <laughs> and then D will be with me uh, as we tape live in front of a live studio. For real audience. this time. Yes. See what happened was D Barty didn't show up to be live on site at, at uh, Hitchhiker Toys because she didn't read the memo. She didn't read any of the instructions. She's like, oh, we're doing a show and John's going to be at this place. And I, I messaged her. I texted her 20 minutes before. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm at home. How am I going to get lost? What? <coughs> He's like, you're supposed to be with me. And I'm like, what? For real? I was like, you have to confirm because I did not understand. All right, D. Thanks for being with us. I can't let Keisha go without asking her about the article that I sent the group this morning. Did you see this, Keisha? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna give me one second. I'm gonna look. She made it to the show. Good job, Keisha. You don't have to read that early in the morning. We'll see you later, Thank D. You. Bye. Bye, D. Oh, okay. So about the Mothman sighting. 
Mothman sighting at O'Hare Airport, December 21st, 2021. Now, this is relevant because Keisha co-hosts our Cryptid Crunch show on the back of the Serial Box Network. And we talked about Mothman not long ago. And yeah, it was most, like two months ago now. Yeah, and, and most sightings are in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. But people have started to report report sightings since 2011 in the Chicago area in northern Illinois. Now, I know and you that's are, right where I live. Well, I know, like in a non-disclosed with, compound in northern Illinois, have you ever seen the Mothman on your farm? Or something that could be mistaken for the Mothman? Oh, I've seen tons of things that could be mistaken. Uh, we live out in the middle of nowhere, and there's so many creepy crawlies. Just, like, every night when I go out to put all the animals in the barn, uh, like... There's so many weird noises and weird eyes that look at me from the cornfields that I've just gotten used to it. So there's a good chance that Mothman's just like, I know you. <laughs> and I just ignore him. <laughs> so so here's my question. The, the, the sighting on December 21st of, la- of 2021. Uh-huh. The, the crew on the tarmac at O'Hare Airport reported seeing three of these creatures three, three clustered together they and multiply then take fast off into the air and immediately following them leaping into the air and flying away airport security converge on that spot they confiscate and, and these guys took video the security confiscates their phones and deletes the video um, and and they're not allowed to to talk about it at all. Yet somehow somebody lost their job apparently because they 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 told. And and why why is the government covering this up? Why why does the government not want us to know that these creatures? Do y'all are really real? want the truth? If you guys yes. knew there was creepy crawlers everywhere, would you really go outside all the time? Like, would you want to go? you know, to a midnight movie and watch a movie while there's, like, some creepy crawly behind you in the car. I mean, there probably is, honestly. But they're probably just trying to protect us <clears throat> from knowing the truth so that we don't freak out and go crazy and start making, like, bunkers and stuff, more Look, so than normal. Is there really anyone out Yeah, more than you... And and in honor of this topic, I have my Mothman T-shirt on that I got at Point. I'm Pleasant. jealous, and now I need them. Okay, jo- Johnny, just buy me your wardrobe and all the games you have, and I will be ex- I, I'll, I will be happy. I will let you know the next time we have a garage sale. Yes, I'll just take it all right now. Okay. Like, well, uh, I only have like five dollars on me though, so what? Okay. Whatever five dollars gets me. Um, not a lot, but anyway, um, <clears throat> Melissa, what do you think about Mothman and cryptids and Bigfoot? Are they real? Are they fake? I think it's not my opinion when other people want to believe in. But what do you believe? Mm. Mm. Until somebody slaps me in the face and be like, Hey, I'm Mothman. How's it going? Then I'm going to be like, do you boo? 
I don't have, here's the thing. Like I don't have, I don't have a high interest or the time to invest in spending my limited brain space in more possible things to believe in. Now, I'm not a put. You do what you want to do. That's cool. I'm not going to argue one way or the other. If you believe, cool. That's cool. If you don't believe, cool, cool. It's the same thing for me for like religion. If you don't push it on me, I ain't going to push back on you. I don't care what you believe in. As long as it's not hurting somebody else. Cool. That's actually my belief 100% too. I'm like, you do what you do and I'll do what I do. And then happy harmony. Right? Well, and, and Drew makes a great comment, a great point. He says, are these Mothman prophecies? So Mothman started appearing in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, uh, before the collapse of the Silver Bridge across the river. Horrible disaster in the 70s. And, um, and, and after that, the sightings stopped. Although... There have been re recent reports of, of Mothman returning in Point Pleasant. But now, since 2011, people have been spotting him in northern Illinois and now three at O'Hare Airport. Does that mean that there's going to be a major crash, like airplane terminals exploding? Is this a prophecy, an omen of how this year is going? How this year is going, I will not put it past. Like, I would not put it past. We're, we're, we're only eight days into this year. Oh, my gosh. Did you not hear my story about how this year is going so far? <laughs> I did. It, does it feel like 2022 has just come out swinging? Mm -hmm. it, yeah. Throwing punches. I thought it was bad mm -hmm. enough that we ended out the year with Betty passing away. And then all this other stuff happened. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I just... I'm going to go to sleep and I'll wake up next year. Let me know if it's any better. Yeah. My daughter was hit in a hit and run accident. Our other car died. Cool. We got, it's yeah, I get it. Then we're, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's only All right. uphill from here. <laughs> That's right. Don't That's say right. that. Uh-uh. Nope. I'm going to get off here and my house is going to be on fire or something like that. That is not how this works in my household. It just Take takes my hope. worse. Take it all. Take my hope. Drew versus the world. Drew Milden says that, and he's talking about Spider-Man, that boy loses everything and chooses to take his GED yes. and finds an apartment on his own. He has so much responsibility. Mm -hmm. He's on fire, fire. Yeah. And I've, my heart, like, Drew mom heart breaks. I just want to, you're doing a great job, Peter. I'm so proud of you. Like, that's where it's like, oh, it's just, it's heavy. It's so heavy. Maybe I need to go see it again. And look, we didn't get to half the stuff on my outline today. We were going to talk about Book of Boba Fett. We were going to talk about Hawkeye. We were going to talk about uh, uh, other stuff. We're, we're way out of time. We're way over time. Let's and do Hawkeye. I, Let's do Hawkeye next week. I've not watched Book of Boba Fett yet. It is on my list. But at the same time, Witcher 2 season came out. That's on my binge for tomorrow. And, and we didn't even get to talk about the loss Ugh. of... Betty White. I'm not we did okay dedicate today's show to her, okay um, but we got we got we didn't get to talk about new comics. I have a whole stack. We didn't get to talk about 
Unidragon Puzzles returning as a sponsor. Yay! Unidragon.com, promo code Serial Box Podcast. We are putting Isaacs together. So if you guys have not had a Unidragon puzzle, it is like just the tiny individual pieces are gorgeous. It took every part of me not to put it together while he wasn't here because I moved it from his floor space to the desk space I built. And I'm just like, look at that piece. Look at that piece. Look at that piece. It is individually gorgeous. Just the cell. I'm sorry. They are works of art. It is beautiful. Check them out. Unidragon.com Serial Box Mm -hmm. Podcast. But we, we we can't leave without talking about the Multiverse Fundraiser coming up later this month, January 21st through the 23rd. Back of the Cereal Box is the official sponsor of this. This is a virtual con that Kelly Getner has put together. And look at these celebrities that are going to be part of this event. I'm jealous. We are going to be talking with them, interviewing them. They are going to be part of our broadcast through Back of the Cereal Box, the multiverse fundraiser. And guess what? Everybody, it's free. Uh, what? So what do I have to do to get to be a part of this? Because um, I want to talk to these people. <laughs> Kelly Getner. Yeah, I love her. Keisha is volunteering. She needs a lot of help. She's putting together the schedule today, and she will be reaching out. So just uh, let her know that you're on board to to help out. Awesome. But uh, you can find out more at Multiverse fundraiser.com the multiverse fundraiser.com dun, 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 dun. and i can't i can't read all of those names so i'm but like the sheriff from smallville we've got noah from the librarian he's part of this you guys this is noah wiley is that his name yes and we've got mm-hmm. Kira from uh, Superman 2. I'm excited you got Anthony Rapp on there. I know he's, he was in like a discovery, but he did Rent. And I'm like, oh. Sorry. I got excited. I just, I got excited. Yes. This is, this is a <laughs> it's big, understandable. big deal. And um, <laughs> you want to tune in. We also need to thank our friend Willow Schuyler for promoting the shows through the Hanging with Web TV network. Thank you so much, Willow. We love you. We appreciate you. And Keisha, you've already said that people can search your name and find you. Get her book, Him, on Amazon by Keisha Acuff. Melissa, people can find you at hopefulsimplicity.com. And where else? All the things, Hopeful Simplicity. And and is there is there like a, a special deal you're running for the month of January? Any special discounts that people can get taking advantage of your coaching services? So stay tuned for more details about a free workshop I'm going to hold. If you need to get your life and your space in order, mm-hmm. oh, so we need to talk. <laughs> Melissa at HopefulSimplicity.com is the one to help you with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For people just like you, Keisha. 
because here's the thing like we as women as moms we sit with all that responsibility to manage all the people places and things and i want to shift that from it's all on you to the whole home team does that how, how does that work because like that works because <laughs> we talk i don't talk to just like if i'm going to work with a client i'm not going to just okay keisha what can we do to help you i'm gonna be like no we're gonna bring the whole team the whole family will sit down everybody that can you gotta think my son's been doing his laundry since he was eight my son is 12 and i tell him to pick his sock up and put it in the dirty hamper that i put in his bedroom yeah and he's like oh dude i forgot four weeks in a row yeah what? okay so what is this my my kids set their their plate and and like candy wrappers on top of the microwave on top of the the uh, mini fridge and the trash can is literally two and a half feet away what why can it not make its way two and a half more feet to the trash can what is that all about because you're asking them why can't you just instead of what do i need to do to support you to make this happen I, oh, I did that. That is why there's a hamper in his room now. And yet mm -hmm. it still doesn't happen. That's why I put a trash can two and a half feet away from the. It's two and a half feet away. In the game room. It's two and a half feet away. I That's can't like put it on top of his bed, though. The mail drop box two and a half feet away from where he drops the mail on the table. Why, why, why would I not just. And then you slowly shift it. And then you talk about it each week. I like we talk weekly about this is a this is a pain point for me. I need your help. I need you to be on this home team so I don't want to choke you in the face. What do I need to do to Ooh, have that you help me the sock with that? thing? Right? This is a pain point for me. What do I have Problem to do to have solved, you put the right, sock in the thing? Not in your mouth as a gag, but in the hamper. Ask him. Ask him what you need to do to help to support him to actually get the sock in the hamper before you choke him in the face. Uh, yeah. So we only have him on weekends and on Wednesdays because he is my stepson. That's a whole nother beast. So it's like ugh, I don't want to make him feel like constantly what I'm doing is jumping down his throat. Yeah. Because we only get 48 hours with him every other weekend and three hours on, with him on Wednesdays. And like, I love him to death. And don't get me wrong, we, uh, we have a great relationship. But getting him to do things, like I ask him all the time, I'm, I'm like, you're just not feeling up to it, bud. And he's like, well, I don't get free time when I'm at home. And so my brain goes, well, I feel guilty for making him do extra stuff at our house, I think. <sighs> you need to let that go. That's a hard one. When we started Hopeful Simplicity, we had a blended household. And it was, well, I don't have these rules at my mom's house. Okay, well, I get that. But in this home, we want to be a team. So we all get the free time together. And I would do that. I would love to spend more time with people I love. But if I have to follow people around, and pick up their sh and then be stressed out i'm not getting good quality time you're like you got me I'm like i'm i'm lit again i'm all, i'm lit again love it speaking of lit <laughs> drew Sorry. 
versus the world says he wants that owl promo yes. video for and what happened was so we we completed our previous contract with Unit Dragon Puzzles. So I I got rid of all of the promo videos that we put together for them. I don't know where I saved them, but I took them out of the 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 carts on StreamYard and then they came back to me and said, "Hey, we want you to to be an affiliate and and like full time and um I'm like, "Oh, I don't know where those videos went. So that's what happened, Drew. I'll find them eventually. Mm -hmm. I want that owl puzzle. Yes. We'll we'll start showing those again. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, don't feel guilty for building rules and regulations in your home community. My and job here is done. Angel Love says, we make a game out of it. If any of us leave a piece of clothing anywhere in the house on the floor, the other two people in the house get to make super loud alarm sounds. Ooh, that's fun. I, I love that idea. And whoever left the laundry on the floor gets to do a load of laundry. Uh, so fun fact, in my household, I'm the only one that's ever done laundry or dishes. Or... All right. So, Melissa... Things. You, you've got you've got your work cut out for you. I think Keisha needs to become a project. I think Keisha needs to join our community. Yes, I'll like, let so you guys. As a side note, there. as a side note, me and my husband did discuss this. I am a full time stay at home mom, and he works a twelve hour shift, and he doesn't most of the time he's sleeping when he's home. So like that is also a big factor. So it's not like he's not doing anything, but my kids, I love them. The kids, it's the kids, Keisha. It's, you gotta do yeah. something about your kids. Hey, we have we have free Hobbit pages to help you start that conversation. You Just guys, saying. you you guys make the connection uh, and 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 hopefulsimplicity.com Melissa can whip everything into shape. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll remember to do that. I will. Well, not just you, Keisha. Everybody. Hopefulsimplicity.com because because you deserve less stress and quality moments with the people you actually care about. Damn it. Ow. Gosh darn heckin'. I don't curse very well. Neither do I. With that, oh, you have me. With that, we are going to say adios, farewell, adrivederci, bon voyage, advidezen, hasta luego, bonjour, bonjour, no. And until the next time, we love you, mean it, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Mwah! Bye-bye! See you later.